Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Yes, hello and welcome. Green Light On Premier Racing podcasting time once again. It's a big show. We're taking a look at Sandown Park Thursday night, tomorrow night. We are recording this a little bit later on the Wednesday, uh, putting all of the pieces together for this podcast. Uh, we're going to chat everything Sandown uh, Thursday night as well as uh, venturing down to Terrelgan uh, for the running of the Bridges on Argyle Terrelgan Cup Final. We'll chat to Olivia Alcock on this podcast a little bit later on in the show, uh, just in regards to the build-up and the excitement around uh, that particular race and what will be happening on and off the track down there. And as well, Nettie McDonald, a big fave of mine, looking forward to catching up with Nettie Matt to talk all things Sandown Park on Thursday night. No co-host, I'm riding solo, but plenty to get through. Run of the week. Okay, I made a statement last week after this race that this Greyhound could be the next big thing as a stayer. Now, the Greyhound is Hara's skipper. A little bit hard to follow, but this win in the last at Sandown last Thursday was enormous. And away, flying out, Run Barber Run. And Run Barber Run will lead to the post the first time over Ismay Bailey. Got across, uh, got checked Supreme Sword. Up to fourth was Hara Skipper, certainly close enough now from Zipping Daria. Bodies Beast, well back to Big Braveheart. And Pandarika was last. Off the back straight, the leader was Supreme Sword. Hara Skipper's got the inside run though. Charges through, takes the lead, and the last favourite is home. Hara Skipper by four over Supreme Sword and Zipping. Oh, I love when a caller goes with the last favourites home, and it was, wasn't it? A big win, run home, absolutely outstanding, came from off the speed. Uh, the race was 10.33 run home, and, and I think at that point of the race, uh, off that second section, Hara Skipper wasn't even in front. So uh, still obviously learning a little bit, still a little bit green, but the fact Hara Skipper was able to do that coming from behind I think was a huge advantage, and... Uh, if he does stay, he's going to be a front-running stayer. So he's my elect right now to win a race like the Sandown Cup in November. A lot of water to go under the bridge, but that was an awesome performance last week. Thursday's preview. All righty, Thursday night preview time for Sandown Park. Uh, let's get through this, starting with race one. Keen on number four, Promises Broken. Uh, to kickstart at 6.56, the Vale Max Wintle final. Uh, great character he was, uh, Maxie, and he'll be sorely missed by the Greyhound Racing Industry, that's for sure. Uh, promise has broken my on top. Yeah, I just thought that track might have been a touch slower uh, when he won last time at Sandown because he obviously can go faster. So I think he'll win uh, race one, number four. Race two, I'm with four, never be alone. I just continue to pick this uh, young pup because she's got breathtaking speed. So... She does make her own luck. Yeah, she'll be getting tired, but I think she can run a race. Race two, number four. Now, the third race on the program, we're going to chat with Ned McDonald in a moment. Uh, great uh, favour of the show. He's uh, pretty much a brother to the show, Nettie Mack, and he's got under arrest in this one. I'm going with my Bonneville. Uh, probably is one of the better bets of the night, to be fair. I just thought that was a big staying performance uh, first up over the 700 last time. The only concern is... It can sometimes just knock the wind out of their sails of shade when they do that first up. But I think if it goes the right way, uh, my Bonneville's going to be mighty, mighty hard to beat there. Race number four, well, we see uh, Hara Skipper go around. I can't take him here from box six. I'm just going to sit there and wait with him till he gets up over more ground. I'm with uh, number one here, Andre Bale. 
Uh, if he can kick through, use the inside, get into a place, he looks a serious pup on the up race for number one. Over then to race number five, on with number three, Exalted. The only concern is uh, the better form, I think, is at the Meadows, although that win three starts ago at Sandown was very good, but just needs to find a way past Grace in shock, find the rail, and, and then work into uh, to the action from there. Race six, one of the features on a, on a good night of racing with a couple of special events, the Maidment Memorial. Uh, I'm going to go with Black Sail. We're going to have a chat with Nettie McDonald in a moment, but I think off box one, uh, racing with a, a bit of confidence as well, can get into a good place, and maybe if Cheek leads from box two, Black Sail can just trail and then pounce at the right time. So I'll go with uh, race six, number one in the Maidment Memorial. Race seven going with uh, number, we with here, Commission, number two. Uh, just thought would uh, have the speed to get across and, and potentially cross and lead. Adelmo bails the concern mid-race and obviously Cindy's Charm, whose form has been absolutely outstanding of late. Just not sure if Cindy's Charm's got the speed to get across from out there. Race number eight, I'm with Modern Kalinda on top here, number one, just kicking goal after goal at the moment. She's progressing beautifully and I think will be pretty hard to beat from the inside in this. Over then to race number nine. Look, I don't mind hierarchy here. I think can run well. I like the one and the two because I think number three perfect colour is going to run up the track. So I'll probably have a little each way play on one and two. The concern with hierarchy is maybe the 500 uh, sees him all out at this point in time. Over then to race number 10. Uh, I'm going to go with number one, Blazing Times. That win at Geelong was outstanding last time. And I just feel like this campaign has come back showing more early speed than what he was last time. So uh, he can go well. Race 10, number one. Uh, race 11 on with number one, blitzing win at the Meadows last time. Who would have thought five starts ago runs last at Mount Gambier. A couple of runs later goes 29.80 at the Meadows. Has had a little fresh in 25, 26 days off and uh, should be ready to pounce here at Sandown Park. It's the first start at Sandown, but with that break, you would imagine... Uh, Brendan Purcell would have given him a look at the venue. And race number 12, the last, thought this was a hard race, but I'm going with the Red Smoke show. I thought the run was good last week, and we spoke to Kate Gorman, and she was pretty bullish of this uh, this dog's ability and mentioning that he seems to go well when he does get the good draw. So box one should play to his advantage. Hunters Punting Club. Alrighty, the PPC Punters Punting Club. Never gamble more than you can afford to lose. Gamble responsibly. Uh, you know the drill when it comes to uh, to gambling. Uh, race number, was I going with? My Bonneville. That's the, the one I'm going with. $25 each way. Um, thought it was the best bet of the night. Uh, race three, number two, my Bonneville. Now, Jason Adams not joining me on the podcast, but he has given me race six, number seven, Golden Quest. He said, back with the trusty girl once again. Just keeps on going well. And uh, why not after a, a nice effort to win last week? Inside info. Yeah, a bit of a crowd favourite here on the uh, the podcast. I think the first time he came on was February 2022, so it's almost a, a one-year anniversary since the first time we had Nettie McDonald on the podcast, and he's uh, good enough to come on, I reckon, for the 55th time. Nettie, what's news, mate? Uh, not much, mate. Same old, same old. Hey, I actually went down to a basketball court recently, and I know on this podcast you've been saying how you like to play the you know competitive basketball and things like that. Um, I hadn't been on a proper basketball court for some time, and where we go and take the little bloke swimming. Um, they've got a proper basketball set up next door, and they said, you know, you can go in there. It normally costs you $2 to go in there, but because we had the little two-year-old, they let us in. And I tell you what, I, 
when you haven't been there for a while, the three-point line is a bloody long, long way away. Like, I'm I'm literally having to launch the ball, Nettie, to try and get it anywhere near the ring, and they're not going in, let me tell you. It's all in the knees, mate. You've got to bend the knees, get uh, that power ball. Yeah. Speaking of bending knees, have you ever been to a thing called Bounce? I have, mate. That dude is unbelievable. Yeah, I, mate, I forget to bend the knees, and I tell you, I nearly dislocate both knees every time I jump on the uh, the big trampolines. But I might be going there tomorrow with uh, with a little bit of luck. But uh, let's forget about that. Let's talk about the racing. That's why we've got you on, mate, not to chat about basketball and bouncing <laughs> on a trampoline. <laughs> you never know where this is going to go when we, when we get you on, uh, Nettie McDonald. <laughs> but uh, two in tomorrow, mate, under arrest. I'm going to give you the bad news so you can take it how you want. I've, I've marked my Bonneville as my best bet of the program, but... I know that you've been pretty bullish about under arrest of late and, and, and we spoke off air about him and, and I think we spoke on air about him in the lead up to, to one of his uh, recent wins there at Sandown Park and, and when he gets a clean run like he saw like we saw a couple of runs ago when he won again, he, he's just got such a big motor, your boy. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a bit of a funny dog. Like he's he's about thirty five kilo, thirty four kilo, but he's built like a pencil and he doesn't really he relishes on clear room and a bit of fresh air, but I was over them six hundreds. We had a couple of a couple of runs there where we had a bit of joy, and he he got around the first corner and got himself into a good spot, and he won. And one of them runs, he uh, uh, the run home time in the win was about ten sixty five, and that was against um, Dirt Farmer. And I think I had him clocking about ten ten sixty, just under ten sixty run home. So if he gets that fresh air, he'll keep going. He'll run all day. So I'm just hoping. My Bonneville can get out on the arm tomorrow night and, and we can just sort of get in the slipstream and then hopefully have a fair crack of running him down. Yeah, he's a nice he's a nice type. Uh, what about uh, this, the Maintenance Memorial feature race, race number six, 15,000 to the winner. And, mate, uh, I, I thought it was Matty Lanigan who gets the good draws, but oh. uh, you've just come up with a, a cherry and a cherry, just about, uh, what is it, two of the last four runs with Black Sail, and, and that's exactly where he wants to be. You'd be, A, happy with the draw, and I, I reckon you'd be pretty happy with what's drawn around. Cheek in box two looks the leader, and your boy potentially could just truck right up to leaders back early. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping, well, well, last time he had the red there, he actually jumped and led. And it, he did. It, it, it blew me away. So I'm hoping, you know, draw the red again this week. I'm hoping... Just come out with them, you know. You can't miss it too much on them Ben starts because if you miss it and you and you get stuck on the fence, you're in all sorts of trouble. But if Chick can come out and I can same as the other dog, sit leaders back. Chick's a very good dog. I'm not saying that I'll run it down, but I, I just hope that he'll he'll do his best work and try his best to get to get past it. I know you've always had a a big opinion of Black Sail. It'd be nice if you could just land a race like the Maidment Memorial with a dog like him. Oh, mate, he's no no joke. Not saying that I've had some some quick dogs, but there's been a couple of dogs that are, that I've had over the three years that have been fast. But this dog's just yeah, he's he's another level on his own. He's he's quite amazing the times that he can that he can run. So I'm just hoping he can get around safe tomorrow night and um, yeah, hope for a winner. Would you say he's one that trials similar to the first section as what he does in a race, or does he come out slower in the field? Do you think? Oh uh, no, he's 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 about the same. I, you know, he's over 500, he's 520s, that's what he runs. And, you know, it's it's not so much his pace, it's his pace that lets him down. But, like, last week's run, I thought that was one of the dogs. But I know he ran third, but down the back, mate, he just exploded. Like, mm. you can't, not very often do you run a dog down the 29-20 up front, but he was definitely making ground on him. 
He was. He got within uh, 2.9 lengths at the end. And uh, I know when you're watching races, sometimes it can look like they're big runs from behind and then the winner's gone 30-15. You go, oh, look, it was just a run. But like you say, to to make ground when they're running 29-27, it just gives you a little bit of confidence going in and especially rising back up to his pet distance. Who would be the best of the two from the Nettie Mac camp this week? Black Sale or is it under arrest who I know you've got a good opinion of as well? Oh... It's hard because you know Black Sails race, mate. That that's it's a made memorial, but it's it's as good as a group dog, it is. a group field. You've you've got Chic, you've got Mapunga Warrior, who I think's had about fifteen city wins. Like there's dogs in the race that are just absolute great dogs, and they've been good dogs for a while. And I, you know, Box Draw, Box Draw helps Black Sail. I'm probably leaning more towards him, but if the if the big prey man has got a got a look at him, I think he'd, he'd have a crack too. <laughs> the big uh, the big fat dog that looks like a pencil or something, isn't he? <laughs> Oh, mate, his nickname, we, his kennel name's Gromit, but we call him Mantis because he looks like a big prey man. Yeah, that's it. Well, good luck, mate, with both of them. Uh, as long as they get round safe and we can we can go again next week, that's the main thing. Thursday's preview. Yes, that's not a, a, an incorrect button, that's for sure. Uh, Thursday night preview number two, uh, taking a look at the Terrelgan Cup feature, race number eight down there, uh, the Bridges on Argyle Terrelgan Cup final. Thursday's preview. Yeah, that's not an error, not an incorrect button push. Uh, Thursday night preview number two. We're looking at the Terrelgan Cup race eight on the card, 450 metres. Bridges on Argyle, Terrelgan Cup final. The great sponsor of the club down there, Bridges on Argyle. Really good accommodation. Uh, probably only five minutes, not even from the track. Sports bet odds. Seller Dodger, $4. Vance Bale, 91. Mr. Audacious, number three, $2.10. Revolution, $6. Mobile Legend, $4.50. He's in hot form, isn't he? Zellabel, 15. I'm talking 23. River Rough, 12. Reserves, Titan Blazer, Dr. Angelo. Now, let's go through them one by one. Salad Dodge has been outstanding of late, drawn well. Vance Bale, big win last week, looks at class. Mr. Audacious, enormous talent. Uh, breathtaking win last week. He's the Greyhound to beat. Is the draw suitable? We'll get to that in a moment. Number four, Revolution. Has a run of wins, has come back flying this campaign. Looks set to win a country cup. Whether or not this is the one, we'll have to wait and see. He does like to go to the rail really hard. Now, that's going to give space to five. Uh, mobile legend. The last start winner of the Warrigal Cup in breathtaking form. I think he's clearly the dog to beat. If Revolution cuts left, he's going to get space to move. And although Mr. Audacious was enormous last week, the concern is at the jump. Revolution goes left. If he bumps Mr. Audacious, I think Mobile Legend wins. If Mr. Audacious and Revolution don't come together, I think Mr. Audacious gets the job done. Down the bottom, you've got Zella Bale. Another one for Danny Gibbons, who looks to be a little bit outclassed, but he's been able to get her through to the final, and you never know what could happen. I'm talking drawn seven. I spoke to Marty Galea, the co-trainer of I'm Talking, and he said to me through the week that he'd never trialled the Greyhound at Terrelgan. So... That in itself is a bit of inside info, and maybe just maybe I'm talking could be the improver. And River Ruff for Desi Douch, who's got an elite kennel at the moment. Going to be hard to win from box number eight, $12 the price, but with a touch of luck in running, you could see River Ruff running a competitive race. But I think the winner's going to come from either three and five, depending on who gets a clear run. Be really surprised if the winner doesn't come from one, three, four, and five. And for what it's worth, I'm going each way on Mobile Legend. I think he's the value, but Mr. Audacious, he is just in enormous form. And I know it was first up for a long time last time, but when you go through his last handful of runs, even though they've been over a long period of time, he is one of the best sprinters in the game. Inside Info. 
Well, this is a little bit of a different version of Inside Info as we count down to the Terrelgan Cup and taking a special look at that is uh, the Terrelgan Club manager, Olivia Alcock. And Liv's been good enough to join us on the pod. How are you? Good, thanks, James. How are you? Yeah, I'm going well. Hey, exciting time for the uh, the club down there at Terrelgan and uh, the build-up to a, a unique day for a, a feature final being on a Thursday. But with Australia Day, you'd be expecting a pretty good crowd in. Yeah, well, we've got plenty of uh, entertainment and activities organised, so it should be a great day out. Uh, uh, but, yeah, interesting being a public holiday. Yeah, for sure. And, and just recently you took over the role from Steve Clark, who was the uh, the manager down there at Terrelgan. How have you, you found the uh, the role as the as the big head-on show down there? <laughs> I mean, it's been interesting, but, no, I, I love the club and we will all want to drive it forward. So, it's uh, you know, it's great times and encourage people to get out tomorrow to Terrelgan to um, come and uh, view the eight dogs in the final and, and hopefully we'll have a good night. Is that is that where the, I guess, the drive came from to, to want to manage the club? Because we all know that you're a participant as well and you, you own and breed with, with the family. And is that sort of where it, it stemmed from, the fact that you wanted to try and grow the club and, and, and make sure the club's going in the right direction moving forward? Yeah, definitely. Like, you, you've got to have a, a very a passion for the club, which I definitely do. You love the dogs. The people are great. The participants and the industry as a whole is a great industry. It's like a, it's like an extended version of your own family. So it's great. And to put on the, these special events is always is a good. And to have the extra activities outside and make a, a great night of it is it's always a bit of fun. Extra activities? Uh, what are they? Uh, I see Gary Ablett will be making his way down to Terrelgan once again. I think that's a pretty decent draw card in itself, Gary Ablett yeah, Jr. Yeah, so... Yep, so we've got Gary Ablett Jr. coming. Um, so no ticket needed to see Gary. He'll be like he was at Salem Warrigal. He'll be um, walking around so you can meet him, take a photo, get him to sign something. Uh, we've also got uh, some water slides. Um, we're hoping and praying the weather stays where it is or even a little bit warmer, but the giant water slides, if it's not hot, we just won't turn the water on. So there'll still be slides, but um, we encourage everyone, if your kids want to go on the water slides, bring a towel and a pair of bathers and a change of clothes. Um, but we've also got a Lego workshop, face painters. Uh, there's You can paint, paint a, a plaster mould. So there's plenty of things for the kids to do. And then we've got fireworks at 10.40, which is about 20 minutes after the last. So enough time for all of our fairy friends to be safely on their way home and won't be scared by the fireworks. Tell you what, it's uh, sounding like a pretty big show. And I, I notice as a caller there every Monday, I'm tempted to jump on just the, the normal swings and, and little parks set up that you have there. So even if there was nothing happening, there's still that, that great area for the kids. So and I guess yeah. from, from your aspect, being a, a mum as well and having your own family, that would obviously be a, a key pillar in, in driving that club toward being a, a very family-friendly, inviting club. Yeah, well, we definitely, like yeah, as you said, I've got three kids myself and it's always great to go to an event where um, you know you can have friend, have some drinks with your mates and things like that. But it's also good as a parent to go somewhere where the kids are entertained. You can watch them running up and down water slides and painting something and building something with Lego um, and really having a great time out. It doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. You know, come here, they can have a bit of fun. You might buy some dinner and, and a couple of drinks. But at the end of the day, everyone's going to sleep really well and mum might get to sleep in on Friday morning. <laughs> and, and the race itself, uh, Liv, you'd have to be pretty yeah. happy as a manager to, to have a, a lineup like that mobile legend coming in and, and, and to probably speak volumes and, and the strength of the race, the fact that Mobile Legends a $5 chance based on his last month or so of work where he dominated that Warrigal Cup, but it shows the depth. Mr Audacious is a, a great story in, in itself and, and he broke the track record in a heat. So it's it's a race full of X Factor and I guess it's always that little bit unique because it is on the J-curve track, which we don't see anywhere else. 
Yeah, definitely. No, I think um, looking at the heats, the heats were great, but the dogs that have uh, made it through to the final, um, they're amazing. I'm looking at them in giant pictures on the wall at the minute and, yeah, you, you couldn't pick one. Um, th- there's a few good stories in there. I mean, Mr. Audacious, I mean, Tex is a great story and, you know, lo- locally bred, locally owned, locally trained. Um, same with Desi Douch with River Rough over at Mafra. Um, and then you've got Mobile Legend who won the Warrigal Cup two weeks ago. So everyone's got a story um, and it's great. Like any of these dogs, I don't, I couldn't pick one, to be honest. I mean, you feel <laughs> better at that. You probably could, but um, I couldn't pick one. Um, that, you know, yeah. <laughs> that was my and, next uh, question, Liv. I was going to say, I know you're saying you can't pick one, but do you have a little bit of a favourite that as the manager, if, uh, if it happens to get home, you'll be a little bit more excited? I, I, I think obviously Mr. Audacious is probably the, the crowd yeah. favourite. He's been through a bit, that dog, and, and he is just yeah. such a such an amazing talent. He's won 14 from 17. As you say, the, the, the Wayne Wrights, the Busatils, if, if he was to win, there's a big chance yeah. you're going to have to do renovations because they'll pull the grandstand down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah. I, I, I'm positive that the four of the men, and there are many guests that they've invited tomorrow. But, yeah, I think for me, I don't like to pick a favourite, but, yeah, Tex, Mr Audacious, he's, you know, trialled here as a pup. He's raced here. Um, you know, we love Tex. I mean, I love all the dogs, um, but, you know, and I don't want to pick a favourite. You know, I want to be, you know, vice and be happy with whoever, whoever wins. But, you know, he's just, you know, obviously he's a very lo- local dog to Tarelgan, loves Tarelgan, and it would be amazing to see then win win a cup so 100 percent. good luck with everything and thanks for your time coming on uh, the podcast ahead of the tarelgan cup i'm sure you've been flat out all week <laughs> all good thanks james well that wraps it up another episode of the green light on premier racing podcast done and dusted i hope you've enjoyed it until next time partners as always on this podcast that was a big one too covering two different meetings first time we've done that safe traveling and happy punting we'll see you next time